Hey, everybody, and welcome to another Flophouse Mini. That's when we, the guys at the Flophouse Podcast, take a break from talking about a bad movie we just saw to talk about, you know, whatever. I don't know, something that'll fill the time you desperately need to fill between birth <laughs> and death uh-huh. when audio will no longer be one of your worries anymore. I'm Elliot Kalen, and with me are my co-hosts... Dan McCoy. And over here, it's Stuart Willington. No jokes. This has gotten grim right off the bat. <laughs> like What? And it's I don't know, just get like less grim from there. Because, <laughs> okay. guys, I've got some exciting news to talk about. Another thing that you can fi- use to fill the space between birth and death, as we all must, uh-huh. trying to find ways to just, you know, let's fill this time until we finally get to return back to the world soul. Anyway, this uh-huh. episode is yep. going to be released on Saturday, the 29th of May. And that means if you're listening to it on the day of release, there's only two days until Monday, May 31st, and the premiere of. Housebroken, the new Fox animated comedy that I worked on all through 2020. Uh, It's a really funny show. I really enjoyed working on it, and I think it's going to come out great. It's the story of Honey, a poodle who runs a support group for neurotic pets. That's neurotic as in psychological, you know, not erotic pets. Although there is— No, Dan, there's a—I will tell you, in case you ever wanted to watch a show with a horny elderly turtle, this is the show for you. I do back in. Wait, (laughs) is is neurotic— mean that they have uh they upload information into hard drives that are built into their brains no they both have the root word neuro relating to the brain but hmm. no you're thinking uh-huh. more of a uh, a johnny petnomic which would be okay. the story of a pet who can carry data in his brain in a dystopian future uh where That's everything's kind of cool. grimy and there's like rebels and it's dolph lundrigan right who's like some kind of cyborg priest that they send after he is him? a cyborg priest yeah, yeah. he's a, a killer priest anyway there's no cyborg priests in housebroken there is there is an episode with a cyborg moment, though. But anyway, let me finish, Dan. Okay. Uh, it's a really funny show. It's got an amazing cast. Lisa Kudrow. Wait, 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 wait. Dan, was this a question about Johnny Mnemonic? <laughs> yeah, it was. It wait, was. hold it. Please let me finish the cast, and then we'll talk about Johnny Mnemonic. Because okay. there's there's a dolphin in it. Okay. That's a, a pet. There's a dolphin. He's not really a pet. He's a co-worker. That dolphin is a colleague and a co-worker. He works with Henry Rollins as, as part of the resistance. <laughs> I don't remember what they're resisting to, but it's something. Anyway. Takeshi Katano. Yeah, Takeshi Katano, but what does he represent? I guess... <laughs> <laughs> no, there's worse worlds than ones where you got to where it's run by Takeshi beat Katano. Anyway, uh, or beat Takeshi, I guess you call him. So it's got an amazing cast: Lisa Kudrow, Will Forte, Academy Award winner Nat Faxon, Sam Richardson, Clea Duvall, Sharon Horgan, Tony Hale, and of course Flophouse rival Jason Manzukis is also on the show. It's uh, it's a really funny show. I've really enjoyed working on it. I would love Flophouse listeners to give it a try so that it gets good ratings and I can work on more seasons of it. So that's Housebroken. This May 31st, and then every Monday after that until they run out of episodes on the Fox channel. Check your local listings for the number of the channel. So I figured, okay, I'm promoting a show about pets. What better way to promote a show about pets than to do a Flophouse Uh Mini about the subject of pets? Now, Dan and Sue, Uh you both have various combinations of cats. Meanwhile, at my Mm -hmm. house, I have a fish, a bag of worms, and two children. So Mm -hmm. we all have have pets. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was just wondering, are these the right pets for you guys? What oh, if you could choose yeah. from all the pets of film and fictional culture? Well, we're going to find out, because I'm going to match you up with the correct fictional pets based on your answers to oh. this original Quizlet. Housebroken cool. presents What Fictional Pet is Right for You, brought to you by Housebroken, Monday nights on Fox. <laughs> wow. So, guys, how you're, do you feel? 
first. You know, when you said, "Do you mind if we do this?" You, like, I didn't realize that this was like such a branded piece of content. We're all about branded content and branded branded segments on oh, the podcast sure. okay. now. Oh, sure, okay. Well, that's uh, fine. So, Dan, so before we start the quiz, I just want to ask you guys: Are you? Do you feel happy with your current pet situation? Is it possible that you are looking for a different pet situation to enter into? I mean, I wouldn't want to uh, get rid of either of our pets by, by any means. We we love them both dearly. You said you wouldn't want to get read by either of your pets? I like they put on glasses and then talk shit about yeah, you? Yeah, you wouldn't I want wouldn't... them to read your palms like they're psychic pets? That sounds yes, amazing. I want them to shake my, my hand and uh, tell me that the ice is going to break. Well, actually, I would want them that to do that. Could we get a psychic pet in there? Is that one of the options? Like a, de- like a dead zone pet? I mean, yeah, we'll find out. Pet. I don't remember seeing any movies with psychic pets. This is going to be based on pre-existing fictional IP. Okay. Uh, what about so- that? Uh, what about the? What about that dog in uh, in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy comic book? Cosmo. I mean, he's he's uh, he's telepathic. I don't know if he's psychic. He can't see the future. True. But... True. There's a distinction. Yes. So Dan, Look, so, so I love like- my pets as they are, but you know I'm open to anything. I you know life is a process of learning. You know, so That's yeah, true. I guess you wouldn't call Professor X a psychic because if he was psychic, like he would. The X Men get into so much trouble. You would think you would get him out of that, right? Exactly. You think it. you'd think he would like see it ahead of time. Yet there's only one psychic I can think of in the X Men mythos. That's Destiny, Mystique's former lover and a fellow member of Freedom Force and a Brotherhood she, of Mutants. And yet she wears a mask. She wears a mask uh, to hide the fact that she is an elderly lady and that Mystique and her seem to be an age mismatch, even though it's really that Mystique can control the way she looks. So mm-hmm. she's just as old as Destiny, maybe older. Uh, and so, and sometimes Destiny will turn on the radio. But anyway, Dan, <laughs> so that's your feelings. Stuart, how do you feel about pets? Well, I mean, I feel like I, I always want to keep my options open, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're, you're <laughs> like, I don't want to be tied down. Wait, let me double check. the door. So, so there's <laughs> that. See, uh, I don't see muscles of meatball watching so, right so now. So to put that so. in terms that Gen Z will understand, uh, you know that meme where the guy is with a woman and he is checking out another woman who's walking by mm-hmm. and the woman he's with uh-huh. is like, what? So the guy is labeled Stuart and the woman he's with is labeled Stuart's cats. And then the uh, other woman that's meatball. walking by that's checking out is, na- is labeled other pets. Yep. Yeah. The woman in the red dress is other possible pets. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so, guys, let's start these questions. Okay, The uh, there are four rounds of questions, uh, and in the middle we have an ad break. But we'll, so we'll start with the first round, dog questions. Now, these are questions. Mm. These are multiple-choice questions. Uh, if you choose to go off of the multiple choices, that's okay. I want you to use your real thinking so that I can figure out what pets are right for you based on how you respond to specific pet situations. So this round is dog questions. Question one, you're a basketball referee. Mm. Suddenly, one of the opposing teams brings a dog onto the court to play. Do you say, A, no barking way. Send that dog back to the showers. Only humans play human sports. B, yes barking way. Allow the dog to play. After all, there's nothing against it in the rule book. Or C, what the bark? You pull out your flask, say never again, and then toss it over your shoulder. (laughs) So how do you guys feel? What do you do in that situation? Oh, wow. Oh man, can I? And this is a, is this a situation where I can put my finger in the page and read the possible futures and then go back if I don't like them? Uh, I, well, it's like not a choose your own adventure choose- book. It's a it's a quiz. <laughs> There's, remember, there's no. There's, but I, there's no. When I was in school, I tried that. And they let me do it. Oh, well, I don't know what. I mean, but that's because you went to choose your own grade school. <laughs> uh, so the, now, the, again, there's no wrong answers. This is just to help me pinpoint what, I, what is the best fictional pet situation for you. 
Yeah. So here's I can only assume oh, wait. that I should have mentioned okay. actually I should have asked are either of you do either of you already have fictional pets are your either your pets fictional or are they <laughs> real animals? Um I mean they've been peeing all over the place lately so I I think they're real I assume that they're real. If it pees it must be real unless it's a fictional character yeah. that pees like uh, one of the bad guys in RoboCop right before they shoot up RoboCop's arms off. Anyway, don't they walk in on one of them and he's peeing? I think Probably okay. That's why. That's why he shoots that other guy's dick off. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Because, and that, yeah. That's why the original slogan was just that guy in the poster and said he really puts the P in RoboCop. Oh yeah. And there are quotes around the P and the in RoboCop. So Dan, you're saying okay, it's the basketball Paul referee Verhoeven situation. Fought hard for that yeah. poster, right? Yeah. But they shut yeah. him down. They sh- it was one of many Paul Verhoeven's uh, losing battles. He also wanted RoboCop to have a realistic urinary tract mm-hmm. that he would have to unload. And there were a lot of scenes that were shot. You can find them on the Criterion Laserdisc, where it's the same scene, but it ends with RoboCop saying, good, because now I really got to pee. <laughs> so, Dan, yeah, yeah. you're a referee. It's a basketball game. We've got a lot of these questions. Let's not take so yeah. much time answering, please. Well, I, I don't think I've been the one talking. Here, uh, uh, so my thinking is this. A, I, do, I would not know the rules to basketball, right? So mm-hmm. I'm... I I am a poor choice for a basketball referee. referee, So you're choosing D, none of the above. I would not be in this situation. Look, I know they're all hypotheticals. D, I refuse to buy into the premise of the question. Hold on. I know they're all hypotheticals, but if we're trying to get closest to, you know, what's right for me, I have to play the game as if I am involved in these hypotheticals. So what I'm saying is, if I'm in this situation, I'm probably trying to hide out in the guise of a referee. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been some sort of shenanigans yeah. where I have to pretend to be a referee. You're on the run so, from something. Yeah. Number one, I would be very beholden to the rule book in that situation since I have no idea what the real rules are, you know, just from my life. Yeah, maybe uh, you knocked out the original referee, put mm-hmm. on the referee's clothes, and you're using that as an opportunity to get close to a potential target. Exactly. Maybe it's the dog. Maybe it's another player. Who knows? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and also, I feel like in the situation, I would be interested in creating as much chaos as possible so I could, uh, you know, facilitate sure. my escape. So I'm going to okay. let that dog play. You're going to let. The, okay. So B. Yes. Barking B. way. Okay, Stuart. What about you? Would you let the dog play or no? I mean, I would uh, I would scramble to get my cell phone out of my back pocket. I'd be like, holy shit, look at that good boy. Good boy alert, everybody. And then I'd run over and take a picture, and then I'd start petting it and then let it lick my face. Okay. <laughs> it do- again, doesn't answer the question, but it's an accurate description of what you would do in this situation. Okay, so let's move yeah. on to the next question. A mean old lady wants to make a coat out of your pet dogs. Do you oh, say, no. okay. A, no barking way. Nobody wears my pets. Not even Emma Stone, who grows up to be Glenn Close. B, yes, barking way. I could easily lose two or three dozen puppies and not notice it. Or C, what the bark? Who's she going to sell a Dalmatian coat to? <laughs> so what do you do? Pop quiz, hot shot. Except it's not a pop quiz. I announced it. You knew I was doing a quiz ahead of time. What are you going to do? I mean, I think in spirit, I'm in closest. I'm obviously closest to the first one because it would be very upsetting to me, the idea that she wanted to to uh to take my puppies but i think that maybe emphasizing to her that it's a bad business model uh could be the most effective thing since she is since she is evil i think that an appeal to uh cold uh monetary facts might be 
best. Mm-hmm. Now it's possible she wants this coat for personal use. No, that's true. I actually, yeah, as I I'm mean, saying I think it, she's I think at this she point wanted for personal. Yeah, use. she's been like totally jokerified at this point, right? That's true. So she like, has been totally. That's what the doctor said. He logic got a does, logic of, doesn't matter. So totally I gotta joke-ified. go with a. I gotta go with a. Okay, no barking away. Stuart, you going to give yeah, up these yeah, dogs? Yeah, there's no, there's no barking away. Okay, I figured neither of you would give up those dogs. Uh, come on, why would you? So, okay, let's move on to the next question. Number three. You find, again, we're still in the dogs round. You find mm. out that at night your dog turns into a district attorney. Do you say, A, no barking way. No pet of mine will be taking part in a justice system riddled with institutional <laughs> racism. B, yes, barking way. I admire that my dog has the drive to not only get a law degree, but also run for elected office. Or C, what the bark? How is my dog more successful than I am? How do you guys feel in that situation? Mm. I mean, I'm not surprised that my dog would be more successful than I am because I'm kind of dumb <laughs> and lazy. <laughs> I think it's more the drive that gets the dog there. Yeah, I mean, the dog's not the that thing. smart, but, you know, he's got the, the stick-to-itiveness. That's true. Now, has you, there Alan. ever that been makes a, me feel better. There's got to be a movie called Law School Dog where a dog, like— Tries to get the dean is like, mm, this dog is never going to graduate from law school, but he really works his way through. Yeah, yeah. The newspaper chase because he's chasing. Oh no, the paperboy chase. That's what we call the paperboy chase because he's mm, the paperboy. That's man. That's a fucking reach, buddy. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Fair. I I think. I that... guess I'll call up Legendary and tell them I'm canceling the pitch meeting tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna order. Legendary off. would be a great name for the movie, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to order off menu and I'm going to say that, uh, like, I feel like a dog with a law degree would be a lot more useful as sort of a, I mean, not useful, obviously, you know, uh, no, not obviously. Anyway, um, (laughs) I love that you've rejected every single sentence starter that has come your way. Um, each, no, each, I, was, I can't wait because the, whenever that <laughs> sentence really starts going, it's going to have a tag on it that says inspected by Dan. And I'm going to know that it was properly looked at and approved. Uh, no, I, uh, I'm going to say I think that like I personally, if I had a uh, legal dog, I would. A legal um, beagle. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a beagle. beagle. We just call I it would, that. Yeah. Is, should uh, that be the name of the movie, Stu? Legal beagle? <laughs> Mm, I liked legendary before, but legal. How about legendary colon legal beagle? I mean, legendary I, is just a production company, but okay. <laughs> I would be more interested in sort of selling this dog of mine's life rights, uh, you know, because the story seems so uh, just a natural for the movies that uh, that's that's my concern. More you mean this anything. question based on a movie? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I would say the, the I would say yes. Am I allowed to answer? I'm just saying that Dan, Dan has caused the quiz to eat its own tail like an Ouroboros. But okay, Stuart, yes. Uh-huh. You would say yes, Barking Way? Did you say Ouroverbos? Oh. <laughs> I didn't, but I. That's a dog have. eating its own tail. Ouroboros. Um, <laughs> that's worse than mine. <laughs> uh, I would say yes, Barking Way. I think the best place for my dog is to dismantle the system from inside the system. Oh, wow. Okay, sure. I don't know. Okay, he, I, made, he made a good argument. We stayed up late. Uh, I mean, we had a couple of beers. We were chatting. And at first I was against it, but he talked me into it. And you know what? I'm just happy he's passionate about something. Well, okay. That's fair. That's fair. And I'm, I'm hoping to see what changes this dog can bring to our to our fractured system. Guys, we're almost done with the dog round. There's only one left. Okay. <laughs> Some badass assassins <laughs> kill your dog. Do you uh-huh. use your long-hidden fighting skills 
to go on a highly stylized revenge spree. A, no -hmm. barking way. What was my dog doing getting mixed up with badass assassins anyway? He brought it on himself. B, yes, barking way. This could revitalize my somewhat flagging career. C, what the bark? There's a hotel for assassins and a hotel for dogs. Why so many specialized hotels? Mm. So, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to say C. I think it is more likely that I personally would make sort of a mild comic observation about <laughs> these hotels than to fight my way, you know, through any sort of, you know, like a group of thugs and like a boss level. Okay. That's the, th- that's the thing. I, I think I would have to say... I would go on the revenge spree. I mean, I've been curating this late 90s hard rock mix that I've been planning to play <laughs> if I ever have to go on this like male revenge fantasy bullshit where it's like, I got puddle of mud in there. I got some jar of flies, Alice in Chains in there. Like a little bit of contemplative, a little bit serious. You know, it's going to be pretty intense. Uh, I got a couple of different outfits already picked out. Uh, some mom jeans picked out in case I need to be able to do a kick or two, something mm-hmm. that gives me a little bit of range of mobility, nothing too tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some boots uh, and maybe like a Wilson's leather jacket, just mm-hmm. so people know I mean fucking business. Mm-hmm. Yep, sure. <laughs> okay, well, that, okay. that the guy got, so that's a yes barking way. Yeah. And Dan, your answer is effectively a no barking way. Okay, so, yeah. Do I... I said wraparound shades, right? So I'm going to wear wraparound <laughs> shades. I, 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 yeah. I, also, but, also, just so everybody knows that I mean business. Wait, are they yeah, wraparound the, shades? Business was the only word I could remember from what you said. I, they, I, everyone knows you mean boss nass. Uh, that's who you're going to be. Uh, so what wraparound shades are the little, the little like thin ones like Cyclops's visor that like futuristic punks wear in the movies? Or is it like the big clunky ones that old people wear? Over their like other glasses, the, like the no, not like blue blockers, but like the kind of like they're like the kind of glasses that every bald guy wears in their in their like avatar pick when they're like making some like shitty comments on Twitter. You know no, what I, I mean? I, I guess you know, so. like they took a picture of them. They took a selfie in their truck with their uh, wraparound shades and goatee. <laughs> This is a very specific guy. Okay, speaking of specific guys, you're two specific guys. We're about to take on round two. That's right. Cat questions. Okay, meow, 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 meow. It's cat time. Okay. Oh, wow. First cat question. You discover that your cat is inhabited by the soul of Kevin Spacey. Mm. Do you say, A, no purring way. That guy's a creep. B, yes purring way. He can do less damage inside a cat's body. C, Mm. what the purr? The pet store told me this cat had the soul of Burgess Meredith. So, which, which, what's your reaction to it? God damn it. Uh, I guess I trap Kevin Spacey in a cat. <laughs> I don't know, man. No, he's already in the cat, Dan. Yeah, the well. The work's been done. Well, okay. You, you are, then you are what, essentially, then, you're like all those European explorers who are like, I discovered the Pacific Ocean. It's like, it's just there, well, dude. Someone was well, going to see it. Well, my friend, then your option two falls apart mm-hmm. because there's like him simply being in a cat. <laughs> does not mean that I need to buy him like I'm happy about it in number two like I don't understand you already bought him it's are you I guess you're right you're not you're gonna keep him in there rather rather than trapping him in there you're gonna keep him in there rather than taking him out yeah I'll keep him in there I just don't want you to take credit for something that's already happened his soul being trapped in a cat I have so I think my response hopefully doesn't uh answer uh or uh anticipate a future question 
But what I will do is, of course, I will uh, pretend that I'm an old man in a wheelchair, and I will hire Buster Poindexter to, <laughs> to be a hitman to kill my cat. Now, unfortunately, that cat is going to kill him and then kill me. But yeah. you know what? At least when I get to the pearly gates, I can say I tried, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, that segment starred uh, a, a character actor, William Hickey. That's me, yeah. uh, William Hickey, also the name of our mutual friend, Stuart's my mutual friend from college. Bill Uh, Hickey, The reason we know one another. Yeah, absolutely the reason we know each other. Yeah. Wow, okay. That was, I mean... Glad, thanks for keeping on the subject of pets, Dan. Okay, so and Andy listens to the show sometimes. Uh, probably yeah. annoyed that uh, he has to listen to us idiots. Talk hi, about hi, Bell. Dumb crap. Yep. So let's get on to the next question, guys. That was as illuminating as it was inspiring. You don't. Next you don't question. want us to talk about other people we know from college. <laughs> uh, not unless they're I pets. Think it, his name is William Hickey, like the actor, the famous actor. That's he, Dan gets partial points. I get no points because yeah. I added nothing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you really went you went off book on that one for sure. You were yeah. okay. So, next question. You've just set your spaceship to self destruct and kill the alien terrorizing you when you realize you forgot the ship's cat. Do you go back for it? A, no purring way. I just want to strip down to my underpants, freeze myself, and get ready for the next movie. B, yes purring way. Even though that cat led Harry Dean Stanton into a trap, I still love it. C, mm-hmm. what the purr? How did cat pass astronaut training in the first place? Mm. I'm going back for that cat. I can't help it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just one last chance to get my head cracked open like an egg by a xenomorph, but, you know, I'm going back for that cat. Yeah, I think... I think Stewart's, uh, you know, I don't want to cast aspersion. I, I think his opinion might be biased by the knowledge of having seen the film Alien and knowing mm-hmm. that the, the cat uh, mission does not impede his uh, further survival. If I was in that situation, I have to admit, as much as I adore cats, I probably would get in and blast off. Yeah, you, yeah, you and me Strip both. Strip down Dan. to those space undies. Yeah, and yeah. You, just, off. you just want to show your show your butt to the camera and just get in that crowd tube and yeah. go away. I mean, I'd probably do the same thing to be honest. Uh, but what if it was a famous cat? What if it was Sylvester the cat? I don't mm-hmm. know. He's got so much to mm-hmm. give. Uh, what if it was Heathcliff? Or he? Yeah. Well, I mean, Heathcliff. He's no good terrorizing the neighborhood. He probably put, got the xenomorph onto the ship in the first place. <laughs> And so, uh, actually, uh, you guys, have you, this is a side, this is, now we're going to get to uh, Elliot Kalin's uh, fictional monster philosophy corner. Have we ever talked about Xenomorph's paradox? That's the philosophical yeah. construct in which the second mouth inside of the Xenomorph's mm-hmm. mouth never reaches Harry Dean Stanton's forehead because it always has half the, pr- the previous distance to cover. And so yeah. it's just an infinitely uh, regressive amount of space, and it never actually reaches it. So Harry Dean Stanton is just left there <laughs> looking shocked as water drips off of chains in a spaceship for some reason. Because what is that room all about? It makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. I made a uh, Zeno's I mean, Paradox like... joke the other day, Elliot. So we're two nerds in a pod. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I'm and, friends. And, and, and the woman you were talking to was like, sir, this is a burger cake. What are you doing? <laughs> Which of yeah. the Paw Patrol figures do you want? <laughs> Just go. <laughs> uh, okay. Guys, there's another question in the cat category. It goes like this. Some kind of weird cat creature moves in next door and invites you to get on a bus that's also a cat. Do you join mm-hmm. him? A- no purring way. That bus is just trying to eat me, the same way all pet cats are constantly planning how to kill and eat their owners. B. 
Yes, purring way. I've always wanted to be eaten by a cat. C. What the purr? Even in this children's fantasy, we're taking public transportation? So, guys, uh, what's your reaction? <laughs> you going to get on that cat bus? I mean, I feel like the fantasy is that public transportation is the is always the ideal choice, right? I mean, that's the reality. I don't know if that's the fantasy, but yeah, the I fantasy mean, would be a world where public transportation is not the best choice for the planet. I guess. I think I've had too many drinks to totally make this argument. The, okay, uh, the, the point is, you. You getting, are you getting on that bus? That's a good point. Yeah, of course I'm getting on that bus. Yeah, I, wonder, I, I might I, get eaten in the process, but that's a pretty but, cute bus. It is, but before you might, I also just want to mention, you may think that the Spike Lee movie, Get on the Bus, was about getting on the cat bus from my neighbor Totoro, and I want to make sure you know mm-hmm. that it was not. It was actually about okay. a different subject entirely and a different yeah. bus, in case that was swaying you. Uh, I, nope, I I'm going to get on the bus. Get on the bus, because uh, you know I gotta. I you know I've been waiting my whole life for an opportunity to go to a magical land, mm-hmm. and here it is. And what? And uh, this is an extra credit question. What do you do once you get to that magical land? What's the first thing you're gonna do? Oh boy! Like, are there any stores there, or like, uh, <laughs> so you have tacos? <laughs> <laughs> so the stuff you could do normally. Yeah. You're like, well, I do have to get an extension yeah, cord like, and a hole punch. I think so I you're like a talking giraffe gives me the taco or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's and there, yeah, there's stores like there's there's places you can window shop, but you don't have to buy like yeah. stores that have like silly stuff in the window where you're like, is that a painting of all the actors who played the Joker just like hanging out playing cards? Why yeah. would I buy? Who buys this? <laughs> but it's available. Wait, is that yeah. a real painting? I, th- I mean, I think I saw yes. something like that in Key, in Key West. It's got to be. And, but if you see anyone's cards, they've got all got jokers in their hands, right? Yeah. <laughs> of course. There was this, like, there's, the, there's the paintings that you can get in, uh, I mean, anywhere, but they're in Washington, D.C., where it's there's the painting of all the Democratic presidents sitting around having a good time and the one of all the Republican presidents sitting around having a good time. And Lincoln's back is to the viewer in the Republican one because, you know, he's like – this I do not like these people. What am I doing yeah, yeah, yeah. here? This is terrible. He's like, uh, he's like, I know I might get blasted for doing this by uh, by an assassin, but uh, I'm going to do it anyway because I don't <laughs> like these guys. Anyway, enough politics. We got some cat, <laughs> another cat question. Okay, so uh, you learn this is the last question in the cat category. So get ready. This is for the rest of the cat points. You learn that at night your pet cats give themselves goofy names and sing ridiculous songs about themselves and their goofy names. Do you approve? A Yes, purring way. This is amazing. B. Yes, purring way. Are you kidding me? C. What the purr? How could I not be into this? It's a bunch of cats singing their hearts out about how they're fat and live on trains. <laughs> so I guess I railroaded you a little bit. No pun intended. But yeah. I, what's your answer on this one? I mean, I, the, my answer on this one is I I bought the the Blu-ray for cats. So. <laughs> <laughs> What what are the special features on that shit? You know, I really should dig into them because they've got to be amazing, right? Like, I haven't looked yeah. yet. I'd like to believe that there's a commentary track featuring uh, Ian McKellen where that's mostly him just going like, this is what we were making? What? <laughs> is that what I look like? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> they didn't tell me about this. <laughs> just, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> what size are we? Somewhere between science and superstition, there is a podcast. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. That thing is not my daughter. 
And I want you to tell me there's a show where the hosts don't just report on French science and spirituality, but take part themselves. Well, there is, and it's Ono, Ross, and Carrie on Maximum Fun. This year, we actually became certified exorcists. So yes, Carrie and I can help your daughter. (laughs) Or we can just talk about it on the show. Ono, Ross, and Carrie on MaximumFun.org. I'm Judge John Hodgman. And I'm Bailiff Jesse Thorne. Ten years ago, I came on Jordan Jesse Go and judged my first dispute. Is chili a soup? It's a stew, obviously. The judge has dispensed a decade of justice. He's the one person wise enough to answer the really important questions. Like, should you hire a mime to perform at your own funeral? After they cry, I want them to laugh. Do you really need a tank full of jellyfish in your den? They smell like living creatures decaying. (laughs) Only if they are decaying. Yeah, which they will be. Real people, real justice, real comedy. Winner of the Webby Award for Best Comedy Podcast. The Judge John Hodgman Podcast, every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org. Okay, guys, uh, while I tally up the points for those first two rounds, before we get to the next two rounds, we've got a Uh sponsor spot. That's right. This show is not just sponsored by television shows that I work for (laughs) that I'm trying to promote. We have actual sponsors who want to tell you about their actual products. And today on This Mini, we are brought to you in part by Storyblocks. Look, now more than ever, storytellers and content creators are challenged with producing more video content at a higher quality than ever before. And you got to keep up with that growing demand for modern video content without sacrificing your vision. And you can do that with the stock media from Storyblocks. Storyblocks is great. It's dedicated to being the world's best royalty-free stock media subscription service. That's right, royalty-free, and the library is always growing. There's already over 1 million high-quality stock assets, including 4K HD footage, so it's going to look as good as possible. you got After Effects and Premiere Pro templates. There's music, there's images, there's sound effects. There's more. You can put a whole video together just using your Storyblocks elements. They've got an affordable subscription plan and affordable tools, and with the Storyblocks Unlimited all-access plan, it sounds so good, you can get unlimited downloads of everything in their library that you get to keep. Even if your subscription ends, you don't have to give it back. You downloaded it, it's yours, do what you will with it. Do what you will (laughs) is the whole of the law for both the Church of Thalema and also Storyblocks. And as a part of their ongoing restock initiative, Storyblocks has released a new round of collections, Queer Spaces and Faces, created by some really incredible LGBTQ plus creators that will feature the layered experience of the LGBTQ plus community. So, yeah, we've talked about Storyblocks before. Anyone who watched our uh, Teen Wolf live show knows that Dan did great, great work using the Storyblocks footage to make a music video about how he had to pee. Uh, mm-hmm. There were lots of great shots of waterfalls, uh, people dancing in water. Uh, there was a clown face for some reason. It was, it was really <laughs> the, good. The, that was the part where it sort of just sort of devolved, uh, you know, into just random stuff. And Dan, correct me if I'm wrong, but you had a real easy experience working with Storyblocks. Uh, no, it was a delight. It was so easy to find the sorts of things I was looking for, download them. They all looked, uh, they, honestly, they all looked so sharp that it kind of put into sharp relief the um, the lack of professionalism of the rest of the show. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, that's a good problem to have. It is, and I, so I we give Storyblocks our highest. Uh, Flop sponsor recommendation. Uh, just go to their library and explore it and subscribe today at storyblocks.com slash flop. Again, that's storyblocks.com slash flop. 
Okay, guys, I hope that was restful for you to hear about how great Storyblocks is because we're on to the next round of the quiz. Uh, Get ready because you've heard about cats. You've heard about dogs. You've heard about the thin line between cats and dogs. And and the truth about cats and dogs. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's what it is. But this is round three. Pets that are not cats and dogs. Uh Uh-oh. This is a shorter category. Okay, so let's start with the first (laughs) one. Uh, your... It seems to cover so much more ground, though. Mm-hmm. So that's true. That's true. Well, most of the movies about pets are about cats or dogs. It's uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I was not able to think of a Pete's Dragon question, so that's <laughs> one right off the bat that we're not going to get into. Okay, yeah. you're a hockey ref. Suddenly, one of the opposing teams brings a chimp onto the rink to play. Oh. Do you say a no chimping way? Send that chimp back to the showers. Only humans play human sports. B Yes, chimping way. Allow the chimp to play. After all, there's nothing against it in the rule book. C. What the chimp? Get that thing away from me before it bites my face off. This is this is MVP most valuable primate. This is most going... valuable primate. The first one. I think he plays a different sport in MVP too. Yeah. Um, pardon me. I you know I'm gonna like I've clearly I'm on the run again. Uh, the cops <laughs> caught up to me at the last town, so <laughs> now I'm pretending to be a ref at a. Uh, <laughs> At a hockey game, and again, I I let the primate play. Okay. Uh, I'd be nervous that uh, there's some kind of shenanigans going on because the last time shenanigans in a hockey arena went on, it was because Powers Booth had taken the entire <laughs> arena hostage, <laughs> mm-hmm. and Jean Claude Van Damme had to play goalkeeper for a little bit before he then saved the day. So mm-hmm. I would say, hmm, you know, I don't like it. But I'm gonna have to allow it. Let really? that chimp play, okay? Yep. Really? So both of you would, as as the band Sparks would say, let the monkey drive, or in this case, mm-hmm. play hockey. Well, yeah. uh, that's interesting. It's uh, gonna throw your uh, throw your algorithm off. This huh? is very. I had. I, I thought I knew where the, where you guys were going, but now I'm not so sure. But let's find out the next one. Okay, this is another uh, primate pet related question. Uh-huh. Your pet orangutan is looking for a summer job. Do you advise him to become a a hotel bellhop? B, butler in a city that a pig visits, or C, <laughs> trucking partner of a future mayor of Carmel, California. Ooh, so many good options. You know what? Uh, I gotta, you know, take him to that pig city, because that place is wild, and, <laughs> you know, it has so many elements from so many different cities. Like, you're getting in, like, a... Like a whole several years worth of travel, just that one city. I mean, I don't think he's going to get to go outside that much. He's the butler, which means he mainly just stays at the house. But he could look out the windows, sure, at the at the skyline. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, if, doesn't if, he get like a day off or something? Yeah, he must he, have. Yeah, I guess he gets a day off. I'm just saying, if only you wanted, one. If you want to really explore the city you live in, being a butler is not the best job for that. You'd rather you'd want to be like. Um, uh, like a local, like a local reporter who's always investigating what's going on in the city. You know. Wait, <laughs> wait. Are we are we workshopping this? Now? Yeah. So maybe he's like an orangutan reporter. Okay. <laughs> what, what, what would okay. that be called? What would that? What would that movie be called? Oh God. Um, <sighs> flinging uh, sheets. <laughs> wait. Hold on. Um, no, wait. Did you just say flipping sheets? <laughs> <laughs> no, but let's say I did. Okay, so flipping sheets, uh, the, the story of an orangutan reporter. Again, sounds more like a butler's job. 
<laughs> but okay, sure. I'm going to pass out. Okay. So, so, so Stuart, what, what, are you, what are you going to tell your orangutan to do? I mean, I was thinking one thing, then I heard heard all about this flipping sheets. <laughs> I'll add it. D. It's a, a, a reporter work, working at a newspaper or a butler who makes beds. I love it. <laughs> Okay, so Stuart, you're gonna say it's D also like it feels sheets. like it's also a little naughty. Uh, maybe he's <laughs> hanging out with other orangutans. So it's like an uh, orangutan bedroom farce, is what you're saying? Yes. Okay, that's what I'm saying. All right. Well, uh, this is our final question in this section in the pets who aren't cats or dogs section. And he's he's just trying to get a story, but just hijinks keep happening, you know. <laughs> Now is he a, now, here's, now is he a cub reporter who's just starting at the paper, or is he like a grizzled old reporter who's been there for a long time? He's seen it all, he's done it all, and I'm now he's, say got, he's just trying. He's trying to make his bones, you know. He's, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it is a bedroom farce. Okay, sure. Okay. Oh, what if? Or what if it was? Okay, he's an orangutan reporter. He doesn't have bones. He lost them. He needs to raise the money to make a new pair, new set of bones. To that make a new yeah, to get the hire mates. a necromancer yeah. to get the bones out of the earth and into his his to, his body. Yeah, well, he's commissioning. Sorry. He's commissioning sorry a glass blower to make a skeleton for him because he loves Samuel L. Jackson's well, performances in the in the Sixth Sense series. For, that's a bad mm-hmm. idea. And he's uh, an orangutan, Dan. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah. Dumb orangutan. Yeah, come on. Okay, well, that's the movie. Uh, I'll I'll reschedule that pitch with Legendary, so, so, so I can I can get a pitch on that one. Flippin Legendary sheets. would be a good name if we needed a subtitle for Flippin' Sheets. Okay, so it's called Flippin' Sheets Legendary. It's the story of an orangutan reporter who is trying to just get a, a new set of bones in his body. Okay. <laughs> Classic story. I mean, I, the problem is I feel like I've seen it before <laughs> so many times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so here's the last question. I mean, the familiarity w- is what gets you in the movie theater, though. Like, you know what you're going to... Like, That's true. I mean, it's proven IP. See something? It's proven yeah. IP. The orangutan yeah, yeah. who doesn't have bones who works at a newspaper. <laughs> like, once it, once the movie starts, you know how it's going to turn out, and that's what that's the comfort, yeah. Every, yeah. every story's already been told. It's just nuance, you know? Nothing new under the sun. Yeah, nothing new under the sun. Every yeah, there's just there've been so at this point there's so many takes on that boneless orangutan reporter story that. <laughs> uh, okay, you're a little girl who becomes the owner of an enormous genetically modified super pig, technically owned by Tilda Swinton. Mm. Do you give mm-hmm. it back? A. No yes. oinking way. I found this weird super pig. It's mine now. B. Yes, oinking way. Property rights trump matters of the heart. Cut off that pig and save me a slice. C. What the oink? Is that what Jake Gyllenhaal thinks Australians sound like? <laughs> so I that that is that is one adorable pig. How do we save that pig? What's the option? Uh, well, you can either you just decide not to give it back to Tilda Swinton. I'm, I'm assuming yeah, it's, I'm gonna a, say it's, it's a no, pig no oinking way. Yeah. Thus, I'm yeah. going to show myself to be the hero of this screenplay. I would give it back to Tilda Swinton because okay. I'll do anything she tells me to. This is a real reversal of the alien situation where know, Dan was willing weird. to let a cat die for his own good and Stuart was willing to risk his life for it. I, uh-huh. I think it, I think part of it, well, interesting. It's the relative fear I have what, of just an alien size versus of the thing? It's a Tilda huge Swinton. Pig. That's a big pig. No, it's, no, I'm more scared of an alien than I am scared of Tilda Swinton. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's I mean, some people me. would disagree with you. No, I yeah. understand. They're flying arguments to, to the other s- way. Uh, yeah, I mean, have you seen her in uh, what's uh, what's that movie? Uh, the Amy Schumer movie where she plays the magazine executive. Uh, I believe it's I terrifying. have. Terrifying. Yeah. 
But, I mean, we, we won't know the answer of who to fear until Alien versus Swinton comes out in theaters everywhere. No matter who wins, we lose. Uh, but it'll be a fun romp for everyone. Okay, so that's the last question in that section. Guys, we're up to the final round of our What mm. Fictional Pet is Right for You quiz. This is the essay question. So each of you will get a chance to answer it in a short, kind of like, just short argument. I don't want you to overthink it. It's a pretty simple mm-hmm. question that I'm sure you've thought about before. Okay, and the question is, do you consider yourself more of a Zeus or more of a Roxanne, and why? Trainwreck is the movie. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Way to keep the momentum going. Woof. <laughs> um, well, I, you know what? Um... I'm I'm gonna say I'm more of a Roxanne. Okay. Because uh, you know, if you read the stories, uh Zeus is a very capricious uh god, does a lot of terrible things, <laughs> you know. Uh murder and uh, assaults. So I mean, shower I of gold, dude. He turned <laughs> into a swan. Roxanne, on the other hand, much like Roxanne, I have fallen for Steve Martin. So uh yeah. Okay, I mean, you're taking Roxanne. it. You're really taking the question not at face value, which is about the film <laughs> Zeus and Roxanne, uh, directed by George T. Miller, not to be confused with George Miller. Two very different George, people. George Terrible Miller, just to make it clear. <laughs> wow. Not the good George Miller. <laughs> That's what it says on his business card. It says, not the good George Miller. Uh, Elliot, which one is Zeus and which one's Roxanne? So Zeus yeah, is the dog and Roxanne is the dolphin. I'm going to need more specifics. What flavor of dog? What flavor of dolphin? Zeus is like kind of a medium-sized dog. uh, (laughs) And Roxanne is a a regular-sized dolphin. You know what? I'm going to look up these. What's regular in a dolphin, (laughs) Elliot? (laughs) Stop pulling your usual bullshit on me where you think you know all about dolphin sizes. (laughs) Okay, fair. Okay, well, how about this? Are you more of a Zeus, more of a Roxanne, or more of a Steve Gutenberg as Terry Barnett, the main wow. character of Zeus and Roxanne, other than, of course, the I don't titular know what, like, Zeus and Roxanne? Zeus looks like uh, some sort of terrier, probably. It's a kind of a why did I dog. think? Why did I think it was? I got him confused with Milo and Otis again. I'm gonna stick with <laughs> I'm gonna stick with Roxanne because uh, to swim like a dolphin. Uh, you know, all the time. What what a treat that would be. Okay, okay, that's fair. So, but you, that's what you want to be, or that's what you are. That's why I, I, yeah, I'm I'm Roxanne. Okay. I mean, I feel like if Dan's Roxanne, of course I'm Zeus. I mean, I'm stuck on land watching my buddy swim around <laughs> the water, and you know, mm. I wish I could be with him, but I can't because I'm <laughs> not blessed with the ability to swim super well i was about to say gills but dolphins don't have no gills, dolphins right? do not have gills they're mammals no, who breathe through a blowhole yeah. okay that's so that's true okay so dan you're more of a roxanne Stuart, you're more of a zeus again that was zeus uh-huh. and roxanne directed by george t miller not the george miller you're thinking of uh-huh. george t miller was the director of course of the aviator not the aviator that you're thinking <laughs> of <laughs> oh wow <laughs> did he do anything else Oh, he did lots of stuff. The Man from Snowy River, Never Ending Story 2, lots oh. of stuff. Never Ending Story 2 with Jonathan Brandis? Yes, the very same. Uh, okay, so guys, let me tabulate the results of these questions. First, how do you think you did in the quiz? Wait, I, you said there was no right answer. Well, was I was just, lying. How do you think oh. you did? Well, do you think you're going to get a good fictional pet? Or do you think you'd be happy with, with what the, with the quiz matches you up with? Or you know, do you think- I love all... A manner of animals, I think I will be happy. 
Okay. Uh, I'm kind of prepared to be upset at this point. Okay. Uh, well, let's see. I think I've I think I've played a bad game. Uh, oh no no! You, you played know, you played a good game, I got, boy. I got, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> okay, I think I did well now. Okay, so I think I think you guys should both be mostly proud of your answers. Not Dan, of course, who left a cat to die on a spaceship, but mm-hmm. otherwise you should be you know proud for just taking part. Let's give have a round of applause just for our contestants, everybody. This is the people at home are clapping right now. Okay. Everybody's a winner in this non-competitional game that again is more of a personality quiz. So. I've tabulated the scores, and uh, the algorithm has figured out what is the right fictional pet for you. Okay, Dan, you said you love all manners of living things, so let's dive into it. It says, Dan, you are a cat person, but unfortunately, Mm. the particular cat that is right for you is Mike Myers from the film The Cat in the Hat. Oh, no. This is the perfect pet you love all living things, Dan. This is the perfect pet (laughs) all manner of animal. This is the perfect pet to shake you out of your humdrum life by injecting inappropriately sexual jokes delivered in the voice of an older Jewish woman for some reason. Mm. Cats in the hat can be difficult to care for because of their severe bipolar disorder, but well worth the effort. Your Mike Myers will be arriving on your doorstep tomorrow, so please plan accordingly. Oh, so the quiz has already gotten one for you. That's great. How do you feel, Dan? It's great. It's going to want me to go to the raves with it. Yeah. And if it's a Mike Myers, you know, you're going to need to have some hockey jerseys on hand in case he gets cold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Looks like, Dan, you can learn a little bit for when you hide out as a ref. You can mm-hmm. you'll know a little bit more about the about the the sweet game of hockey, the good old hockey game. Yeah. I don't the best know. Game maybe maybe I'll learn something from the chaos this cat will bring into my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Something about yourself. Yeah. And about the world around you. I, I, that's the good attitude. Resigned submission to fate. <laughs> sure. And uh, Stuart, let's see what it says about you. Oh, this is interesting. This is a very okay, interesting finger. result. Stuart, off Dan, the top of your head, hand. off the top of your head, what would be your guess? I should ask Dan what his guess was too. Stuart, what's your guess? What what pet do you think this is going to line you up with? I'm really hoping for like Beethoven or something, right? Okay, uh, the composer or the dog or both? <laughs> I mean, the composer. <laughs> Okay. I mean, he's a huge star. No, no, go for both. <laughs> <laughs> both. What, like a fucking centaur? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it's Beethoven. The upper the half is a composer. <laughs> the, the bottom half is the dog, yeah, and the upper half is Ludwig van. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, let's see if that... Oh, that's not what the computer is telling me. The computer is telling me, okay, it says, Stuart, you should not have a pet because you are a pet. Specifically, oh. you are a Harry from the movie Harry and the Hendersons. You enjoy oh. living in the woods <laughs> with occasional vacations in suburban tracks. homes that end in John Lithgow pretending not to like you so that you'll go away. Or maybe Harry was the owner and the Hendersons were the pets, and Harry, realizing he didn't want to take on the responsibility of caring for a middle-class family of four, decided to let them down easy by pretending he didn't want to go, but actually relishing the chance to escape. Either way, Stuart, you are the original party animal, it says. Oh, okay. So, that's fair. Oh, uh, so it's just like that time I ran into John Lithgow outside of the TGI Fridays at Union Square, and he pretended he didn't like me and yelled at me until I left him. <laughs> <laughs> now you know why. Now it's come full circle. Yeah, he just yeah, he thought he had so run into his old coworker Harry. <laughs> so, how come they never... So, Harry, you don't see Harry in a lot of things these days. I guess he was in the original movie and on the TV show. But I get, maybe there's just not a lot of roles for Bigfoots anymore. So, uh, Dan, you uh, get Mike Myers from The Cat in the Hat. Stuart, uh, you get to be Harry, uh, a Sasquatch. And that was Housebroken Presents, What Fictional Pet is Right for You, brought to you by Housebroken, Monday nights on Fox, starting May 31st. Please give it a watch. So, guys, now it's time for the post-game uh, interviews. Oh. How, do you feel, how, how do you feel about, about, your, uh, about your results? I mean, I've, I, you know, look, I don't want to be a sore loser, but I don't want 
a horrific Mike Myers <laughs> human-sized cat man to visit me and uh, create all sorts of havoc. I mean, particularly considering that Stuart gets to be like a cool Sasquatch. It's true. I get to be now, Dan. Although Dan. I feel like, and I feel like the marketing opportunities because uh, maybe I could be like a pitch person for Pizza Hut's Bigfoot Pizza. Mm-hmm. Do they still do that? Uh, they, they should. They do? will once they see you're ready to do the commercials. And yeah. does does Pizza Hut still have freestanding restaurants with shingled roofs and uh, <laughs> all you can eat fucking salad bars? I believe so. Probably fewer than they once did. But, yeah. Uh, uh, now, Dan, uh, I'm just curious because you have been on the record even earlier this episode as being very pro giant, weird human sized cats. And yet, hey guys, real this quick, one... does pizza does pizza still do that thing where if you read enough books at school, they give you a free pizza? <laughs> what, do you want to enroll? Is that in the program, or is that? What... I mean, if I'm going to be eating pizza anyway. <laughs> Or wait, if I'm going to be reading books anyway, I might as well get pizza out of it. Man, I, you know, Pizza Hut was one of the earliest and longest serving, I think, I believe it's still there, uh, restaurants in my hometown of Eureka, Illinois. And uh, I remember when Pizza Hut introduced, like, the pizza buffet. And it's like, you know, you got all these different types of, like, slices of pizza you can pick up, all you can eat. And then plus you got the, like, the dessert pizza on there, which is just, like, you know, Cinnabon-style frosting on, you know, (laughs) cinnamony, like, pizza dough. It's one of those Uh items that you look at and you're like, (laughs) okay, this is a mistake, but still... I kind of, yeah, yeah. I got to take a little taste of this. Yeah, you feel like a fucking Skeksis from, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, roast nebri on a pizza? <laughs> well, that was a wonderful little trip down Pizza Hut memory lane. Uh, and it was the perfect way to end this pet episode of the Flophouse. So, uh, unless you guys have any other final thoughts about pets, I'll just uh, say thanks to our listeners for listening. There's lots of other great shows on the Max Fun Network. Thanks to our editor, Jordan Cowling, who uh, produced this. And remember to have your pets spayed or neutered, unless you like letting them have a good time. In which case, hey, no. go wild. No. Uh, for the Flophouse, I have been Elliot Kalen. I'm Dan McCoy. And I'm Stuart Wellington saying, sorry. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.